This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the besotted pride of West London podcast. And we're here. We, the floodlights are still there, glowing in the background. We've got QPR fans who left about 25 minutes ago because they knew they weren't going to get the points today. Brentford fans absolutely delighted. Three points today. Fantastic goal from Juracin. Do, 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 do. Absolutely fantastic. We got the points today from QPR. It's been, what, 50-odd years? And I know that you, my man here, this is something which is very deep in your soul, the fact we got the points today, isn't it? It is very deep. It's very, very deep because I've waited 50 years for this. I was a young teenager when I last saw Brentford beat QPR 6-1 in that first game uh, in 65, in the 65 season. 61, I've waited 50 years for this. 50 years! 50 years! I can't believe it! Okay. And we won! Okay, so 50 years, absolutely delighted, Beast fans. We've got also a number of other Beast fans here, smiling, happy, outside the Griffin pub here. And, I mean, this this was a really professional, again, performance from the Beast, wasn't it? A top performance. I thought we had a bit of difficulty in the first half. We're trying to get the ball down the left channel. Didn't seem to work. QPR hit the woodwork twice. But second half, I thought we were all over them, quite frankly. We had the, uh, we certainly had the possession, and then that beautiful outside foot uh, pass from from Tombs down the wing, picked up by a Judge, lashes it into the middle, and who's there? Jurisin right in the back of the net. We go delirious, and uh, job done. Quite frankly, very very well worked goal. But look, and we keep talking about this because the bees have looked much more organised. You know, over the past couple of weeks, we got the same team that we've had weeks ago when people were slagging them off and saying they're not good enough. We haven't got players good enough, but we've got the same players and they're looking fantastic, aren't they? Well, I think Lee Carsey's done a great job. He's obviously popular in the dressing room. He's one of those men that can uh, motivate the players and I think the players have stepped up to the mark, quite frankly. Uh, you would have thought that uh, last three games uh, we've played uh, well, teams that we thought we could have beaten, but we did beat them. And today we thought this was the big game 
could we win? And we did. And that's fantastic. Four wins in a row, another third clean sheet in a row. Can't be bad, Bill. Can't be bad at all. And I'm very happy to be chatting to a very happy bee. You are. Absolutely teething tremendous, wasn't it? Absolutely teething tremendous. My smile is from ear to ear. For anyone that is listening, literally ear to ear. It was fantastic. I mean, Brentford did the business today. They went out and they were very professional and they, they, they just, they, QBR, there was no comeback really, was there? Uh, good quality possession football. QBR had, in fairness, we let off them twice and they had two chances and they hit the woodwork twice. Other than that, they were they had nothing. There, there was no, there was really, there was no threat. I mean, we talked a bit earlier. We were walking back here, and you know, I was talking with a couple of characters who were not Brentford fans and such, but came to the game, very much enjoyed it. And they said, to be fair, QBR didn't really look up for it today. No, no, I completely agree with that. Um, in the first half, I think they had a bit of energy. A few of the players, Luongo in particular, looked very, very lively. Um, other than that, they just looked like they were just. They're making up the numbers, really. That was it. They, 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 they looked a little, a little bit lifeless at times. Carsley, he must be feeling quite proud now because he's done a proper turnaround job, hasn't he? He has, and I am pretty sure in the post-match uh, interviews he will credit the players. He will credit all of it to the players and nothing else because that's what he seems to do. 50 years. So, um, what was all the fuss about before the match? No idea. It, it was just another game, I thought. Um, until, the, apart from the last 20, was it Was it 35 minutes, I think it was. Um, and it did suddenly feel a little bit different then. Um, it was something else. You say it was... It was a little bit different, but it was, it was only a little bit different because what we didn't do is we, we normally used to go one goal up and then we used to go out for the full on set, but we yeah. felt we just... We you know what? So that is a brilliant point, Bill. It's that, it's that we, we, we've seen a different way of doing things and we've seen a different way of doing things. Is that um, I, I really think that last season we'd have gone 1-0 up and then we might have thrown a substitute on like Hados oh, and got focus for it. And I was thinking that, and it's a different way. We actually, I think we pretty much closed the game out. He just, he just said, look, yeah, we, we yeah. can handle these lot. Like, we got, yeah. Let's just, yeah. Like, let, let's just yeah. really organise. And we weren't really under under that much threat no. in the last 20. No, we. I, I don't think we were. I mean, there's an argument, there's a good argument that QPR had the two best chances, but both of them are half chances that were well taken in the first half. Um, but I think we, we, we did kind of control the whole game, I thought. Um, we did indeed. And, and you made my, the point I was going to make is that we played the game out in the end rather than try to win it 2 or 3 nil. I've said this a number of times, but Lee Carsley, he came under a little bit of abuse because he, inverted commas, didn't want the beast job, but maybe he's played it very cleverly by saying, I don't want the beast job, so he doesn't put him under pressure. Yeah. Because yeah. now, now, all of a sudden, he looks like a hero, doesn't he? You've taken my second point away there as well, <laughs> which is basically he's taken the pressure off himself completely, and um, I think, you know, there's a feeling we're just grateful now for what we've got. Um, he's doing a 
a great job under what would appear to be little pressure. And I think, I think it, to some extent, he probably took the pressure off the team as well. Um, the biggest change really is about the confidence that the team are playing with. And it's, it's now, you know, you can see it in the team. The, the body language is different. And especially what we're seeing is, is when the subs come on, we're seeing performances from players that were struggling previously when they were thrown into the deep end as a group. And they're, but they're turning around 20-minute performances. Um, Vibay looks a different player, actually, at the moment. Con oh, so Vibay, you talk about Vibay. Continental, non-continental. There doesn't, there doesn't seem to be, you know, much difference between that. You know, it's all about Brentford players, though, isn't it? As I've said on many a podcast, I don't buy this bit. I just players are players. Simple as that. Another B who's absolutely delighted with what's gone on tonight. We've got West London rivals, 50 years. We were told earlier by one of our Bees fans who remembers a game from 50 odd years ago, and he's delighted. But we're probably slightly younger than that. But to be fair, to come on, Rangers to come down here today and for us to actually dispatch them fairly easily, it was quite wondrous, wasn't it? Was pretty, it was pretty wondrous, I have to say. Um, I, th I, th I think Brentford controlled the game pretty much from start to finish. They, they had a couple of chances. They, they did go close. I didn't see anything from Rangers to be to be overly worried about. I, before the game, I was a bit like, you know, you, you'd hope we would win, but you, you, you thought, you know, surely that they had a bit more quality about them. They, they didn't have any quality about them, really. They were just an average championship team, Bill. And, um, you know... What a goal. Jurison, you know, a proper poacher, Bill. You know, he, we, we have got there a, a player that can score goals at the highest level for us. If we give him, if we give him the service, that cross for his goal, it deserved, it deserved to be the winner. I have to say, I'm, I, feel, I, I feel brilliant that we've beaten QPR, but I still say beating Fulham feels, feels better. I mean, I, I've said this earlier, I said this on the, on the, on the video as well, 100%. The video, the, 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 the Fulham game last season, there was a massive buzz before the game, during the game and after the game. I, I don't think QPR contributed anything today to either the, the atmosphere um, or, or the match particularly. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't feel like a London, uh, West London derby. They, they didn't, they, they, they got what they deserved. They, they deserved to get beaten. They didn't, get, they didn't take this game so seriously. So they, 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 they basically underplayed us and they didn't give us the respect. Well, whether they, under, whether they underplayed it, I, don't, I just don't think that, I don't think they actually thought it was anything special. Yeah, yeah, underplayed it, but um, I just thought, I just thought, you know, they, the, 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 um, the, 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 the magnitude of the game deserves a better match from them. And I, I felt that we played all the football, they, they had a couple of chances, but really, you know, it was a fairly easy win. Fairly easy win, you know. We, I, I, I just don't think that Ramsey can say anything to his players tonight apart from, you know, you got what you deserved. Nothing. Northern B in the house made the trek all the way down from the north to West London. And you, I mean, you don't come to all the games. No, I was just saying that... Uh, so, so it's interesting because now you will have a perspective that we won't have. Okay. Because you've maybe seen one or two games where we've been rubbish and also now seeing us today. What's the difference? Uh, 
um, confidence, players knowing what they're doing, believing in what they're doing, I guess. Um, up for it today as well, definitely up for it, wanted it more. I was just, just saying um, that this is my third home game. I've done Oxford and Birmingham and Burnley away. That's all I've seen so far. So I was half, half thinking maybe I shouldn't come down, give it the old jinx, but first time in 50 years we've beaten them. I'm so glad I came down for it. But yeah, very proud of them. They were, they were, they were just so up for it. We were talking about this earlier. We were saying this was a slightly different game because some people thought, oh no, the last 25 minutes, we were on the cush a bit. We weren't necessarily under the cosh, but what we didn't do is what we used to do is that we were 1-0 up and then we put a, a, a winger and we'd go completely mental out for the attack. Yeah, we yeah, we yeah. control the game differently now, didn't we? Yeah, I thought we didn't invite them on. I thought any, any chance that, that Rangers did... Um, you know, it's kind of sods law when they, you know, they're launching it into the box. You think, oh, they're going to get, they're going to get a, a scrappy little goal or something like that. But if they did, that would have been down to them rather than us. We didn't, you know, didn't we didn't we didn't make any errors or anything like that. Just sort of thought we saw the game out really well. Should have got another really. You know, had enough chances. It was a really professional performance. Well, Lou, I mean, you've seen the bees quite a few times. You're another northern bee that's come down. So you've seen Midland or Midland bee. I'm sorry. So like for, for instance, you saw us play at Derby where we were pretty abject there, weren't we? Absolutely abject, but the confidence flowing through the team now. Carsley back to the favoured 4-5-1 formation, and he's got players playing together. Yunaris so high in confidence now with Woods in front of him. Spot on, and Judgy, let's hope that hamstring tweak he got tonight doesn't hold him back. Absolutely on fire, making everything for the bees at the moment. Um, I mean, you know, everything swings in roundabouts, and it's amazing because, you know, we've talked about this before. We have got a lot of injuries still, but we've got the same team that wasn't performing three or four or five weeks ago. So, I mean, what is it about Brentford that is so different? I think, I think Lee Carsley's come back in as manager, and I just think he's instilled an awful lot of confidence in those players. You've got to put it down to Carsley. Three clean sheets on the spin. I mean, we just didn't, we were incapable of doing that in the early part of the season I think he's just got the organisation there and they're playing for each other and the belief is there again look at Harley Dean tonight man of the match in my opinion I know the goal scorer nicked it off him but Harley Dean was absolutely superb so look we're four games on the spin as you say Three clean sheets on the spin. And three clean sheets on the spin. Ironically, this is very reminiscent to last season where we went into November and we went five clean, we went five wins on the spin in November and that really kick-started our season, didn't it? Watch out, Steve Bruce, on Tuesday night. That's all I can say. <laughs> Can't you, bees? One other thing, Bill, now, I think is... It doesn't matter if we lose. You know, if we lose, if we lose a game now, if we lose on Tuesday, it'll be because we've been beaten by a better team. But it's not crisis or anything like that. We just get back to being what we were. That's it. So post-match here, we're in the pub having a couple of beers. I'm here with the QPR posse, the QPR massive. Listen, listen. At the end of the day, listen. It was a tight game, only one goal in it. I mean, you obviously you're disappointed with the way things went. You, you, basically, you're the best team out of two shit teams. There are two shit teams. You were slightly less shits than us. Let's put it that way. It was hoofball all game. Up in the air. I, I hurt my fucking neck looking up. All the fucking hoofball going on. And then I didn't... 
I'm like five foot four, right? I, I, I was in lower terrace, I could see fuck all. I didn't see anything that was going on. So all I saw was the ball going up and down. The fact that I saw the ball going up and up and up in the air for about 90 odd minutes, it, it shows that it was an awful game. What, what really gets my tits is when Brentford fans give it all that about being beating QPR. We're not, we're not an ambitious team. We're not a big team to beat at the end of the day. We give it to Chelsea. I'm sure Brentford give it to Chelsea because they're an ambitious team to beat. As much as we hate them, they've done shit. They've done stuff in their life. They've done stuff as a club. QPR are as shit as Brentford. I'm sorry, we're both mediocre teams that haven't really done anything in our whole history. Okay, listen, this, I mean, this season, I'm just saying, I mean, We've, we've had a, you know, we've had a sort of similar start to the season, but we were like neck and neck in the league. You know, you've won a few, we've lost a few, you know, lost a few, we've won, won a few, lost a few. But I'm sorry, for QPR now, I mean, where is it going? I mean, I know a lot of fans aren't happy with Ramsey, not happy with your tactics. Is it about the players? Is it about the tactics? You know, where is it for you? Where is it going? Well, at, at the beginning of the season, there's all this talk on the QPR podcast and QPR fans about consolidation. Let Let's spend a couple of years in the championship. Let's get back to what we were. Like, just a championship. That's what we are. We're a championship team. We're a lower league team. We got an 18,000 plus grand. We're not anywhere. We're not going anywhere, really. All the talk pre-season about consolidation and like getting mid-table. Now that we're 10th or 11th or 12th, whatever, we're mid-table. We're doing well with consolidation. QPR fans aren't happy with that, and I think I'm I'm part of the I'm part of the group of fans that don't get that. I'm happy where we are. Where we are, we're mid-table. We're consolidating. We're bringing through youth. I'm happy with that. So to be fair, and you talk about bringing through youth. I mean, I'll say that I'll tip me out, and I think that you picked up, you know, a few decent players. Luongo, who hit the post today, I mean, he played for Swindon, and we, we know lower league players, and, and I was actually very impressed when QBR picked up Luongo, because normally teams, when they come down from the Premier League, they, they spend a load of money on these players, and it's a waste of money, but when you picked up Luongo, I thought, hold on a second, you're on the right track here, and, you know, you have got some decent players on your side. Well, we picked up Luongo, we picked up Ben Gladwin, we picked up Jamie Antonio, Emmanuel Thomas has been amazing for us. He's been really good. He's been the hold-up man that Charlie Austin wasn't. Charlie Austin is a finisher, and that's why he played well with Samora. With Emmanuel Thomas, him and Austin might have something to go in together. Who knows? But with Luongo and Gladwin, we bought young players to replace Fur and Sandro. But we didn't, think, we didn't get rid of them. We bought players that we bought to replace players that we didn't get rid of. So now we're in an awkward position. We've got massive high earners, Leroy Fur, Sandro Ranieri, that are still in the team that we want to get rid of, but we can't. We got them in the team. We got Luongo, Gladwin, but we can't get we can't not play Sandro and Fur because they're on such ridiculously high wages that it's it's ridiculous. You can't not play them if you have them. On but the interesting, team. you should say that, and I'm, I'm going to say this again because last season I'm talking about Wolverhampton Wanderers. Kenny Jacket had a similar situation where he had, he had people like Doyle and then people in their side who were on forty odd grand a week. And what he did is he just he said, "I ain't playing you. I don't want you. I want the young players in the side. I'm going to play these players." And he eventually kind of forced them out the side. So. 
surely you just need somebody who's going to put their foot down and say, I'm sorry, but you're not playing. I'm going to, I'm going to go with, with, with our new ethos. You can say that. You can also say, in our squad, we've got a player that's a regular for the Brazil national side. We've got a regular that's for the Holland national side. If you've got those two regulars, you can't not play them. At the end of the day, no matter what ethos you're playing, if you add Lionel Messi, I know it's not the same, just hear me out. If you had Lionel Messi, a regular for the Argentina national side, you would not play him because of the ethos you're trying to push through. At the end of the day, you've got Leroy Furt and Sandro. They're two quality players, two top six Premier League quality players. They really shouldn't be at us. They shouldn't be at QPR. They should never come to QPR in the first place because we just chuck money at them. But if you've got them in your side, then you, you can't not play them. If Ramsey didn't play them, then it would be a sin. OK, I hear, I hear what you're saying. So you're, you're, you're a discontented Hoops fan? I'm not. I'm, I'm just... It's not, I'm not discontented. Right, uh, help me a second. I'm not discontented, I'm just... Listen, I'll, I'll be happy if we stay in the table all season. The thing that pisses me off is losing four in away to Fulham and losing tonight. We can't lose away. We can't lose two fucking London, West London derbies away. That's it. QPR down in the house. Um, hope, maybe you're a little bit more up than the last QPR fan we spoke to. I mean, the game today obviously didn't go according to plan. From my perspective, I just thought that QPR didn't look up for it today. They aren't. It's down to the boss man, I think. It's down to Ramsey. Um, there's no shape, there's no system, there's no passion, there's no idea. And I think that's where the buck stops. You know, the last, the last 15 minutes of the first half, we got on top. We look good. You should come out of the second half galvanised and we fell away. Fell away, we gave up. Disappointed. I think it's, I mean, I, I'm going to say this again because we've won four games on the spin after looking absolutely horrendous. Uh, the argument that we say is also that beforehand we weren't organised, we were all over the place, we weren't fit. We've got Lee Carsey to come in to get us fit, to get us organised. And we've beaten teams like Wolves, we've beaten, OK, Rotherham, we've beaten you guys. But also, the other thing, people said they're all rubbish teams, but... Also, the argument is that I think that maybe the way that we set ourselves up didn't allow you to play your game as it didn't allow Wolves to play their game and other teams. No, no. We don't set ourselves up for any game in a minute. That's, that's our problem. There's no shape. He's, picks the wrong players to start. Holding midfielders, not attacking. There's no width. It's, just, it's, it's, it's tough to justify at the minute. It's, uh, Ramsey's not the man in charge. But he's, he's got to go. That's it. That's all I can say. All I can say. I mean, I know you're not. You're not a happy you, man. You're, you're here in the Brentford pub. It's still hospitality at Brentford. Still, I mean, I know you've lost, but hospitality is all right. The Bees fans are, you know, there's no bad vibes. We're all mixing air and having a laugh, though, isn't it? I'm only here because of me, brother. We've uh, had what two meetings in the past, four meetings in the past, two wins, two draws. Keep me on top. So I'm taking my medicine today. We lost 1-0. I've got to take it on the chin. Better team one, definitely. We're poor. Ramsey's got to go. That's it. Job done. Bees are good. Bees are good. We all say that bees are good. Bees were good today because, you know, they just did what they had to do, didn't they? Yeah, listen, I'm absolutely delighted to be QBR today. I'm not convinced we were amazing, but QBR were really, really bad. And every single 
ever since the Rotherham game, we, it seems that we've played teams that aren't fantastic. But our organisation has been spot on, and we've nudged wins, and we've got another win, and another win today. That's four in a bounce. And to be against QBR, who was out-battled, out-fought, and... Yeah, listen, I'm very happy tonight. It is, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this argument again, and it's not because I've, I've got rose-tinted glasses or anything like that, but I just say that, you know, uh, a, month, a month and a half ago, we would have lost this game. We would have lost against Rotherham. We would have lost against Wolves because we weren't set up in the same way that they are. But we set ourselves up in a completely different way now where we are, we are more organised and we are probably slightly cautious, but we still play attacking football. And I think we're, this is different to how we used to play our football last season. Today we went 1-0 up against QPR and we would have gone out there, put out a winger, put out another forward and we'd have gone for two or three. But we didn't do that today. We just said, these lot, we can contain these lot, we can deal with it. And that's what we did. Uh, for sure. A uh, half-time it had, maybe, maybe it looked like a nil-nil game, I thought. QPR hit the post, hit the bar. But I don't think they really created any fantastic chances. Like, they made... They, when it hit the post in the bar, it was, it was sort of out of nothing, and they deserve credit for that. But they didn't dominate the passenger play. So when we got our noses in front and went 1 0 up, there was no need to go all out attack. I think Carsey's had the team very well organised, and if, clearly we thought, let's see how what the next five minutes brings. And there's an extremely disappointing reaction from QBR's point of view. Not interested. There's no. No, no one was galvanising their team. There's no organisation. and nothing in the midfield. They're like a very disorganised group of players. Could kind of remind us of, of us maybe about a while back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. They look very familiar. But um, it, it, again, credit to Carsley, what he's, what he's dragged us into. Listen, man for man, we're not much better than QBR today, if at all. But as a team, we outfought them and outplayed them. Well, look, they're play- they've got players out there that have cost... They're, they're on tens of thousands of pounds. They've got players that have cost millions, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we've got Brazilian internationals, the Dutch international, all sorts of stuff. So there is a difference between our two teams. But at the end of the day, it's about having a team that plays. It's not about individuals. And it's the same, it's the same story with QPR. A lot of individuals who don't really care why they're there or what they're doing together. Credit goes to Carsley. Four wins on the bounce. He's got the team organised. Whenever we lose the ball, the shape is straight there. And he started from the back. Defending, we are defending very well. We're not doing much up front, but he started from the back. We're organised. We're defending well, but and we're grinding out forward. Right, it's interesting you say we're not doing much up front because there's a little stats, little model thing that came out the other day today, which is saying that Brentford, actually, up front, are getting chances and, and converting chances, the chances that they get. So it's almost like what we're doing up front, we're doing it right. We got the cross-up today, we scored the goal. Yeah. Whereas beforehand, we used to get 50, 60, 70% possession and faff around with it. And maybe we're you know, probably a little bit more clinical now when we actually get the ball up. And, and that's probably... Uh, 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 Andre Gray had critics last year because he maybe took three chances to score one goal. But he created most of them himself. Now we're in a position we have a striker who doesn't create many chances himself, but his conversion rate's much higher. So, like today you can't really say that we're a team who create large chances. But we were, we were organised, we took the chance we had. I don't remember us having more than one chance, but we took it. And we got three chances against Charlton, you know, or more than that. We scored the chance, so, you know, 
we, 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 you know, we're doing all right. Exactly. So, so it's, a, it's a fantastic night. We have to celebrate it. We have to enjoy the win tonight. We have to enjoy beating our rivals. And uh, we've put forwards on a bounce together. We're full of confidence. And we're going to grow on it. Onwards and upwards. This is Besotted Pride of West London podcast. In the pub Friday night, lots of bees here and absolutely no QBR. We've been trying to get some more QBR fans to uh, talk to us, but there's no one here because they've all gone home, which is a bit of a shame. But listen, that's the way it goes. But it's been a fantastic night here. You can check us out on prideofwest.london on the net. Also, uh, Besotted 1992 on YouTube. And you can also get us on... Um, iTunes and everywhere else. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We'll be back on we'll be back on Tuesday. Tuesday we've got a game against Hull. Big, 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 big game against Hull. We need to beat Hull as well because that'll be like last season. Five wins in a row. Absolutely fantastic if we can get that. But for now, we're going to sign off because we are absolutely delighted that Brentford are they've beaten QBR for the first time in 50 years, and all we can say is all we can say is come on! Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.